Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. It is Friday. Joe Beamer here with you on News Radio 930 WBEN. Glad you're kicking off the weekend with me. Glad to be here with you. Hope you're enjoying it at least a little this morning. Uh, we had Terry in Williamsville in the first hour. Maybe it was the first call of last hour. And she did mention something, and someone called me out on the text board. So, Texter, this one's on you, and I thank you. Joe Beamer, my name is Beamer, B-E-A-M-E-R, just to, just to let you know. You had a woman on who questioned Florida not allowing New York into Florida. You mentioned you'd look into it. Okay, so here's exactly what happened. Terry was talking about if you're going to Florida and you're from New York, you have to quarantine for 14 days before being able to go to Disney World or Universal or anything in Florida. Uh, so Terry mentioned it. And yes, I did say I'd look into it. I forgot. That's why the text board is great. It reminds you. During the break, I called WDBO, News Radio 95.6 in Orlando. I called their newsroom and asked them if that quarantine rule was still in effect, if it's still being enforced. And they talked it over. They looked it up. And yes, so Terry Williamsville was giving us correct information. 
that quarantine rule is still in effect in Florida. And if you go to Florida from New York and don't quarantine for 14 days before visiting those public places or going out in public, according to the article and to the person I talked to at WDBO, and thank you again for, uh, for the information, you can be fined $500 and or spend ten, up to 10 days in jail. So, Terry in Williamsville, thank you for opening our eyes to that. I think a lot of us forgot about that. But that is still in effect for anyone who was waiting for me to look it up. And again, thank you, WDBO, uh, for giving us a few minutes of your time. We are talking about the reopening here in New York State. Still taking your calls on that. But I want to throw something else in for the last 45 minutes. Uh, If you follow me on Twitter, you know where I'm going with this. I ran a poll yesterday on this very question. And I'd be interested if this happened to anyone. Again, if you want to talk reopening, we are still mainly talking about that. Uh, But a few days ago, sitting here uh, doing doing the phone screening for Sandy's show, and someone, a friend from high school, who I haven't talked to in years. I mean, maybe a text about a Sabres game or a Virginia Tech game last year, But I had not had a regular conversation with this person in a while. And they text me out of the blue, and I won't bore you with the entire text, but they text me, uh, and I'm paraphrasing here, uh, along the lines of, Joe, uh, your continued support for the president and your, quote, far-right political opinion. Now, if anyone listens to me or looks at my social media, I don't think I have a far-right political opinion. I'd like to think I'm pretty independent. I I do lean a little more to the right when it comes to fiscal issues. And and yes, I, except for his tweets and a lot of the stuff he verbally says, um, I I do support the president. But he said, your continued support for the president and your far-right politics, I no longer want to be friends with you. Please delete my number is how he ended the, uh, the text. I won't read the entire text. So, My question to you is, has politics come between you and a friend or you and a family member? Are there family members that you have not talked to or maybe don't talk to as much as you used to because of politics or a friend who no longer talks to you or you no longer have that friendship you had all because of politics? Now, an example of it coming between family, I went to a wedding in 2016, and believe it or not, I went the entire weekend at this wedding without one person knowing my political opinion, except for my friend that was getting married, but I didn't really know anyone else there at the wedding, and they had no idea where I leaned politically, and that was good because 98% of that crowd would not like my politics, but I did talk to family members of family members that were there and they introduced themselves as uh, sisters. But then I noticed like they weren't really hanging out. So of course, Joe Beamer has a few adult beverages and says, Hey, you know, you, for sisters, you guys really avoid each other and you're just sitting here and your sister's all the way over there. I really haven't seen you guys talk. And the woman I talked to uh, went on to tell me that she at the time supported then president uh, I'm sorry, then-candidate uh, Donald Trump, and that her sister no longer talks to her. And that was before the president was elected. 
and that they no longer talk. And I thought, wow. I mean, you look at my at my family now. My immediate family, we mostly agree on politics. Uh, but you look at my mom's side of the family, and my mom's siblings uh, couldn't be more different politically than us. Now, for the most part, yeah, we'll have a conversation here or there, and yeah, some words might be exchanged here and there. But I don't think it's come between members of the family. They, everyone still talks, I thought, I think. Mom, text me if I'm wrong. Um, but I, I, I thought that was so far out that it came between family to the point where they're at a wedding together and not talking. They were at a bar the night before the wedding and not talking. They were completely avoiding each other. They introduced themselves together and that's it. That was it. So I put a poll on Twitter yesterday. Has politics come between you and a friend? 59% says no. 41% says yes. And so I'd like to ask you, again, we're still talking reopening. So if you have a comment on reopening, you want to uh, express your frustration, 8030930. But I want to throw this one in there too. Has politics come between you and a friend or you and a family member? 803-0930, star 930. The text line is open at 803-0930. Interested to see if I get any response on that. But talking about reopening, Gene in Williamsville has been on hold. Gene, the floor is yours. Well, good morning, Joe. Good morning, Gene. What do you got for us? Well, a couple things. Number one, I think uh, Emperor Cuomo should have been off the air long ago because he has nothing new to say on a daily basis and i think the people we are all getting tired of us and i think maybe it's time for the people to rise up against emperor cuomo and say is enough is enough and uh you know what we're just going to start opening places up well gene you know places did try to open up and we saw what happened there with certain establishments and one fitness place in particular that attempted to open and uh end up being closed by the county. Um, would you like to see more of maybe some of our leaders in Albany speak up and say, hey, you know, we need to put the decision-making in the people's hands? Well, yes, but the problem is the Democrats control Albany. Uh, so it doesn't matter. That doesn't matter. That's not going to go anywhere. But the other thing I wanted to say with the Gugino case, before the president even tweeted about uh, what Gugino was doing. I have a friend of mine who's a retired New York City cop, lives downstate. He's also a retired Army intelligence officer. He sent me uh, the same thing that the president said about two days after that incident happened, that it appeared as though he was trying to uh, skim the police frequencies. So that was something that was at, that's been out there um, just after the incident happened, and this guy that mentioned it to me, is he's, he's credible. Like I said, a New York, retired New York City cop and a retired Army intelligence officer. So, for what it's worth. All right, Gene, well, thanks for that, man. Have a good weekend. Thanks, you also. And now we'll go to Getzville and talk to Jerry. Jerry, good morning. Hey, yippee-i-yo. <laughs> good, thanks, uh, Joe. Um, hey, you're going to lose me as a friend because of it. I'm just I'm teasing you. <laughs> your uh your bumper music uh you you're 
well, I'm a different generation, and uh, God Almighty, and I did it. And you played the music longer than the other guys, and oh my God, I can't take it. It's, I, well, well, Jerry, let me tell you this: uh, uh, the the most complaints I get is about the music, and if that if that's the one thing people complain about, that's the one thing I can change. So I'll, I'm happy that the complaint is only about the music. Yeah, and uh, uh, but uh, yeah, I just uh, you know, so. Um, the, the Como, uh, I'd rather hear uh, somebody's fingernails going down a, a chalkboard than uh, hear his voice say <clears throat> anything, even if uh, uh, he was saying things politically in agreement with me. It's getting, you know, I, I, he's just just a, annoying as all get up. Um, and the other day when Colin Powell uh uh, you know, spoke about, uh, you know, against Trump. You know, that dumb boob, uh, he he t- bought uh, a bill of goods that uh, brought us into the, the Iraq war, uh, and uh, it was all Schwarzkopf, so he's got nothing to say to me. Um, I, I, I don't value a word he has to say. And, and Joe, oh, man, uh, I was looking forward to the bill season, but I, I'm not going to watch if they're going to pull all that stuff again. You know, that uh, Roger Goodell uh, with his uh, statement and edict that it's going to be okay to, and I, you know, I was looking at a pic- picture. I know I'm, I'm scattershotting. Um, thank you. You're, uh, you know, that picture of, uh, uh, Colin Kaepernick on the, on the back. How did he ever get a football helmet over his hair? You know, that's that's another thing. You know, so um, and lastly, uh, I don't know. You know, Ben, when they play news on the half hour hour, they seem for a few weeks now to favor. Well, they play ABC News, and it's always a slant. It seems to me. They'll play sound bites of uh, uh, my adversaries, you know, people I don't agree with, and uh, anything from uh, stuff that uh, the the president believes in. And, you know, they they talk, they say, and President Trump said this and that. But a sound bite? Uh, So I I don't don't like that. And I don't know where BN goes with that. Well, Jerry, Jerry, thanks for the call. That That's, you know, we get our national news from ABC, and then we have a great newsroom for our local news uh, as to what, Frank, I, I'm sorry, I spaced out a little bit there. He talked about uh, how does Colin Kaepernick put the helmet on? Is that what he said? I assume that's who he was referring oh. to. Well, I mean, he ties down his hair. Yeah. We, we've seen that. You know, he um, when he went to the Super Bowl, he, he had uh, he had that differently. That That doesn't. It's not going to be an issue. Now, no. I thought you're a sports guy like I am, and yeah. I, I'd like your opinion. I would like your opinion on this. Pete Carroll came out today and or yesterday and said that he is sorry that he he regrets not signing Colin Kaepernick. That may be true, but why did you remind people that you didn't sign Colin Kaepernick? Yeah, that seems weird, right? Why would you come out and and say, by the way, I regret it? He may regret it. He may. Probably. You know, I'm not sure who the backup is in Seattle. Uh, but why would you come out and remind people that, yeah, you turned down Colin Kaepernick? Uh, just sign him now then. Yeah, like, that, that seems more like he's trying to get a reaction 
from the whole situation, especially now with the NFL basically saying, you know, we should have been back in our players when they were protesting back in 2016 when Kaepernick was doing all that, the kneeling uh, for right. the national anthem. Yeah. All right. Thank you, Frank. Um, and the, 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 the league saying they're, you know, they're going to allow peaceful protest. Again, I have no problem with peaceful protest. And, and maybe, maybe it's me. Maybe it's me. And someone could explain on the text board, why does it have to be a knee during the national anthem? Why can't it be at some other point? That's my only thing. I'm not giving an opinion. I just would like to know why during the national anthem. If someone could just point that reason out for me. Out of all times, to do the knee during the time where we're honoring the flag and honoring those who fight for this country so we have the rights for peaceful protest and have the rights, the freedoms that we have here in the United States. That's my only question. And yeah, maybe I'm a little naive. That's my only question. Uh, Again, maybe. Just explain to me why it has to be during the American anthem. That's all. That's all I'm asking. I'm not going to give an opinion one way or the other. I would just like to know from someone on our text line why the national anthem is when the protest has to happen. And, well, I'm covering everything Jerry said. On Colin Powell, CNN advertised that. Like, that was, like, the biggest news. Hey, Colin Powell's not uh, supporting Donald Trump. Colin Powell hasn't voted for a Republican since George Bush in 04. That's not that big of a news story. It really isn't. The, 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 the news story is, hey, Colin Powell is again voting for a Democrat. He hasn't voted for a Republican in 04. And CNN made it sound that Colin Powell supporting Joe Biden over Donald Trump was this big news story. No, not at all except for the people who apparently haven't been following politics for the last 12 years. 803-0930, star 930. The text board is open at 716-803-0930. I don't really have time for a call here because I have to go to break at 27, but when we come back, I promise I'll get through everything. We'll keep talking about reopening. And also, have you lost friends because of politics? Has politics come between you and a friend or maybe you and a family member? It happened to me during this week, again, to someone I've barely talked to lately. Um, But I want to know if it's happened to you and uh, how did you deal with that? Because, hey, we all have different opinions. And if it's just politics you disagree on, I can't imagine that coming between you and someone. You know, I'm a Republican in New York State who's a millennial. Most of my friends politically don't agree with me. And, you know, that's just fine. If we, there are a few that I can talk politics with and we have nice discussions and, and that's it. And there are some people I know when we hang out not to bring up politics with. Hey, we're hanging out. We're going to go watch a tech game together. Maybe I just don't mention the president and they won't mention the president either. And we'll be fine. We'll talk about college football, have some, uh, some uh, fried bar food and a few and a few doll beverages and Uber home. How's that sound? We're back after this. Yeah. 
Welcome back. Last half hour of the Joe Beamer Friday show. Hope you're all enjoying it here on News Radio 930 WBEN. Just had a funny tweet I thought I'd share with you. We're talking about um, reopening the state, but we're also talking about politics coming between you and a friend. And, uh, you know, I try to look for things that will bring us together more than divide us on political lines. And Jerry said the one thing he doesn't like about my show is the music. Well, we had someone tweet during the break. I just heard a caller complain about the music. Largely, the only thing I agree with is the music. Return of the Mac is a great song. And she is not right. She's not wrong. I'm sorry. But see, so obviously uh, doesn't agree with a lot of things I say on the air or my opinion, but likes the music. And there's something we can agree on. There's something... Well, there's something we can talk about. The music. You know, so that's why I just think it's so ridiculous. Friends that you've been friends with for 10, 15 years, maybe even longer. Uh, <laughs> but those, all of a sudden, because of a political difference, now I could see if, if, the, if the friend was way off on uh, opinions that were close to you, like religion or you know, you found out your friend was just very ignorant. I understand that. But on politics, you've got to be able to find something that you agree on. You were friends for so long. Why not just talk about the things that you used to talk about before politics came between you? Like I said, there's a lot of friends I go watch football games with, uh, go out for drinks with. I know. Oh, it's Frank. Don't talk politics with Frank. I'm just using Frank as an example, by the way. But, okay, so when we go out, guess what the one thing I'm not going to do is? Talk politics. I'm out at a bar watching the Virginia Tech game. I'm just going to keep talking college football. I I don't know why you would let politics come between you and a friend or you and a family member especially. Uh, I don't get that. But if it's happened to you, we'd like to know. 803-0930. Let's go to our friend Daryl in Medina. He's been hanging on for a while. Daryl, good morning. Good morning, Joe. Well, I got a haircut, yes, two days ago. Well, you beat me to it, Daryl. Yes, yes. I don't look like a homeless man anymore. (laughs) Well, you know, I'm getting that extra push from home now that I got to get my haircut before we go on vacation next week. So in the next five days, my hair will be cut. Yep. The girls did a good thing. The girl, I, I actually went to a different barber because my regular one wasn't open. But the girl did a good job on it. Uh, now, don't take this seriously. Uh-oh. I got to, no, no, no. It, it, my wife had to be this at a quarter to ten last night. It says tonight at 10 o'clock a medical satellite will fly over to the United States to take everyone's temperature. 
Please stand naked in your driveway with your ID up in your air in the air. Your test results will be mailed to you in fourteen days. Sounds like something that was on coast to coast this morning. Whatever. I just figured you'd get a little humor out of it. We need to lighten up. We all need to lighten up a little bit. Hey, Daryl, what do you think about reopening? Do you think we're moving too slow? Uh, I know places that are doing things that have been doing things the regular way right along, but they were spread out. They took precautions, different manufacturers and stuff, and actually some of them have got their warehouses stacked full of stuff they can't get it shipped because the people on the other end aren't open oh gosh yeah you know that's another thing i was thinking about with my experience in retail what about these stores that a few locations can open but the others might be inside a mall and not able to open yet so are they sending these trucks out to do half the shipment or are they just saying we're not going to open until all of our stores open i don't know that's that's another one because i was looking for some the there was some stuff we went to walmart for and they had and they there was some stuff that they didn't have and you know it kind of just go well okay i can't find it now right you know what else can you do uh the restaurants are going oh a friend of mine told me uh the Silver Lake Drive-In put up a stage in front of one of the screens. The guys got up and uh, hooked it. Well, they hooked the their PA system into the uh, regular drive-in uh, audio thing, and they had they did their show. So you know that's a uh, that's the first gig he said they've had all year. Well, well, Daryl, thanks for the call, man. You have a good weekend. That's our friend Daryl in Medina. You know, he talked about uh, the, the drive-in. Did you hear this? Garth Brooks is doing a drive-in concert. Now, we talked about it this morning, and we said, well, they can only fit so many cars in uh, because, you know, the distancing and there's only three screens here locally. But then I read online there is a theater, a drive-in theater in St. Louis that'll be doing four different showings of the concert. So you'll have the live showing and then a tape delayed showing uh, the three next days. That's great. So the live ticket, maybe $100 for your car to get in. And maybe you can get a tape delayed price. That'd be great. Garth Brooks concert all weekend. I, I would, I want to go. Here's the thing. They're only going to have 150 tickets. I don't like my chances. I usually don't, uh, don't win out when the odds are against me like that. Uh, but if I can get my hands on a $100 ticket to see the Garth Brooks drive-in show, I'll be there. My car will be there, and guess what? The car will be stacked with four other people so we can get our money's worth of that $100 ticket. I'm looking, looking forward to that. was really happy when he announced that yesterday. Hey, let's go down the street to Lancaster and talk to Eric. Eric, good morning. Good morning. How are you? Doing well, Eric. What do you got for us? Uh, just a couple beeps. Main one, you know, it's funny with uh, this great state, and you have our Super Mario and Kathy Holko. We emailed them both, got no response in regard to how the DMV is not considered essential. Um, I've went online as an essential employee to do a car change. Uh, I waited a week. They gave me a call. 
They said, can you come in tomorrow at 4? I said, I'm going to be out of town. How about Monday? This was like a week ago. And they said, no, you have to resubmit another order, which I did. I have heard nothing since then. I went back on. It tells me that my access is denied to even make a reservation. And then you call a number and every line is disconnected saying, sorry, this number is not working at this time. So they're a joke. Um, so basically, I'm going to drive my car. I'll insure it. Um, and, but I don't care about the registration. I don't care about the inspection because they don't care. So that's fine with me. And my daughter is a hairstylist. She has to wear a hazmat suit to go to work, but yet the DMV can't open and have social distancing. It's it's just a total joke. Yet, you know that that's where that lack of communication is, Eric. Right? We see it when it when it comes to reopening, but we also see it with the cars we're driving. We have no idea what we're supposed to do if if we get pulled over. Is this going to suffice? Well. I'm in the insurance business, and I tell my uh, clients that as long as you're insured, don't worry about it. What are they going to do? They can't do anything. So as long as you're insured and you're covered that way, and even the insurance companies are asking, you know, is, is this, this car's not registered with the DMV? And we're like, no, but it's insured. So when the DMV opens, then we'll worry about it. And they're like, well, okay. So I'm not worried about it. But on another note, this is fries me even more. So my son, who is an essential employee, has worked through this whole thing and landed up taking a pay cut because they said, well, we, you know, times are tough. We have to give you a pay cut. And I love my brother-in-law, but he's retired, and he worked part-time for the Sabres and the Bisons. He applied for unemployment. He's making more on unemployment sitting home than my son has been working every day since this thing has been going on. He's already retired. He's making $782 a week. $782 a week because he worked part-time at the Bisons, and they're not open, and they're paying them. You know, Eric, that is a great topic for another show uh, because I know a few instances like that where uh, people who were working part-time uh, for a while while they were unemployed, uh, they were making more than me, you know, and most people I know working full-time right through the pandemic. So that is definitely a good setup for a show I think I'm going to be doing in the future. And you can't, you can't get a hold of anyone to give you – and we, I emailed Kathy Holkel, deaf ears. And I was very nice about it. We emailed Cuomo and his thing, deaf ears. And they don't, no one asked anything, anywhere, anything. I let him ask polling cars, but he doesn't know either. He, he, he'll go out in March. You can't have a funeral with, ten of your, with more than 10 of your friends. Um, but he can go march with all the protesters with a mask on. He's a joke, too. And here's what the cops are going to be belittled to right now. There's no respect for him. I talked to an ex-police chief for a local government, and he said, be honest with you, they're not going to care anymore. You're going to call 911? You think they're going to be in a hurry to get to anybody? Heck no. I don't blame them either. And they're going to be, they're going to want all funeral duty. All the cops are going to want, let's block the streets and just do a funeral duty. That's all they're going to want. So this whole country is turning into a hellhole. And all I can say is if you don't have a shotgun, and you know, not that I condone them, but it's better to have it and not to have to use it than not to have it at all. All right. That is Eric in Lancaster. Uh, opens the line for you, 803-0930. I will say this about, you know, this morning, I think Rick Klein was talking about, well, you know, people don't understand the saying, defund the police. Dr. Kevin Hardwick was also saying that to us on Hardline last week. Here's the thing. 
if you have to explain your slogan, then your slogan's not working, okay? So maybe come up with something else. The reason for a slogan is you get the point across. It's like a pickup line. If I drop a pickup line on you and then have to explain why that pickup line should have worked, it's not going to work. Most likely, uh, you're not going to uh, be buying drinks with the person you dropped that pickup line on. So I, I, I hate these things now. You're going on uh, Instagram or Twitter or Facebook, and it's what defund the police really means. No, 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 no. Either come up with a slogan that makes sense, that people can understand, or guess what? People are going to take it as defund the police. That's the slogan you came up with. So when I see defund the police, guess what I think? Defund the police. I don't want to look at your meme describing how I should understand what your slogan means. No, that's your job. Your job is to come up with a slogan I can understand. So I see defund the police. I go, wow, that's stupid. Not, hmm, I'm sure they don't mean defund the police. Let me go try to find some information for what they really mean. No, no, no. Come up with a better slogan. Might want to work on that. We've got one more segment left. I'll be here talking to you on WBEN. Joe Beamer with you here to close out the Friday show. And let me um, get back to the rant I was beginning and then threw it to break. The whole defund police thing, you know, and now we're being told that we have to, no, no, this is what we really mean. I saw someone do this on Instagram yesterday. You know, I like to go through the Instagram stories, see what everyone's up with. The beginning of uh, the quarantine, you know, it was fun. Everyone was doing their 30-day music challenge. It was interesting to see what songs people were picking for, which categories. That was fun. That was good stuff. Good stuff. Uh, So, you know, going through, see what people are up to. Everyone's golfing now. The weather's nice. They're outside. And I went on one person's Instagram story and... It was four slides about how I should understand what defund the police means. And it was like, what we don't mean, defund the police. Oh, what? The slogan is defund the police. The first slide said, what we don't mean, defund the police. Huh? So I have to now go read what you mean by defund the police because it doesn't mean to defund the police? How about you change the slogan? You know, back in the day, Virginia Tech was known as the Virginia Tech Gobblers. Someone didn't like that, so they changed it to the Hokies. They didn't explain that they didn't like the slogan or the team name. They just changed it. If you don't like the slogan, maybe use something else because... When you go around saying defund the police, people are going to think, I know this is crazy, people are going to think you mean defund the police. And now you've got shows like Cops, which was an all-time favorite, a show I watched growing up in Hornell, New York on Fox 5 out of New York, and then uh, Corning decided they wanted a Fox affiliate, and they called it Big Fox from Corny, and that took over from Fox 5 in New York. Anyway, that was a, uh, a favorite Saturday nights in the Beamer household, Cops. And then just a few months ago, Katie and I started watching it on the Paramount Network, 
because they did marathons on Monday in a new episode at 10 o'clock. So stay up a little late and watch that new episode. So now they've canceled that. They were planning on starting the new season last week. They've canceled that. You can still get it on Pluto TV, though. They have a 24-7 cop station. So if you're looking for it this weekend. And then a show that I really liked. Now, Sandy didn't like it because he said there was a lot of downtime. I enjoyed it. If I had nothing going on a Friday or Saturday, I'd flip on Live PD. That was great. I think Dan Abrams did a great job, you know, breaking it down. They had two former uh, police officers in studio, and they would talk about what's going through the, the officer's head, what's the procedure here, and then they'd have, you know, uh, Officer of the Week. It was actually a really well-put-together three-hour show, uh, and they did it Friday and Saturday nights. And if you had nothing to do, it was nice background TV, right? You know, it would get interesting, but like Sandy said, there was some downtime, uh, but I enjoyed it. So they've taken those off, off the air. A&E took their most viewed television show off the air. It's no longer on. I think now they, re, they, uh, they replaced it with Live Rescue, which follows around, uh, you know, the ambulances. I think. I might be wrong. Don't, don't quote me on that. I think that's what they replaced it with. Um, now they want to get rid of Paw Patrol. And all I want to say is, there goes my entire afternoon if they get rid of Paw Patrol. I don't know what I'm going to watch when I get out of work. Anyway, thank you everyone for the calls, for the texts, for the tweets, for the Facebooks. Uh, I love spending Fridays with you. We'll be back here Sunday, Hardline, and we have a stacked Hardline for you. I'm not going to tell you what. But make sure you tune in Sunday at 10. Have a great weekend. Enjoy the cool, mild temperatures. Hey, go for a run. I'll be doing that soon. Have a great week in Buffalo. You know I love you. Rush is next. After news with Mr. Tom Puckett here on News Radio 930 WBEN. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com.